Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If I bleed tonight, if I am sad tonight, I don't have a job to Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Slam podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Kenny and I'm joined as always by Mr. Finley Martin. And Finn, you brought joy to people on what's going down this week with your misery over the pitch black match. It must make you good to feel that your misery does at least bring some people some happiness. <laughs> well, I was not aware of that. How are you? Uh, uh, where, where does this feedback come? Where does it come in from? It never, it? It never reaches my ears or eyes. It was on Twitter. You were tagged. You were tagged oh, um, right. this morning by Tommy Butler, who said, Finn, Finn and Kenny scorching Bray Wyatt is the content I needed for this bright morning. Oh, well, worked. thank you. I haven't been on Twitter. To be honest with you, and this is kind of bizarre, <laughs> is that yesterday was completely consumed by a rewatch of the <laughs> Men's Raw Rumble. And just before we started recording this, I just started watching the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match for the second time. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you, you also have missed um, one of our listeners, Nathan, who had retweeted uh, a tweet from someone who I, who I can only assume is mentally ill, who said, Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss versus Karrion Cross and Scarlet in a mixed tag at WrestleMania would be pretty fun. Well, you know what? I was thinking about that match. I was... Considering that this was probably not a bad destination, a bad, a oh. bad. Uh, well, the reason being, right? The, the reason being is actually a very obvious reason. Carrying Cross 
there's no value in him at all. Nope. There might be some in Scarlet, but probably they come as a double act. So if Cross is released, which I imagine he will be this year, she'll probably go with him. So if you pick Bray and Alexa against two people who've really got no value, then when it turns out to be another debacle, you know, another uh, match bereft of entertainment value, I think was the phrase I used the other day, um, <laughs> then no harm done. Because Cross is, I see nothing in Cross. I mean, they've tried with him, but its he's not going to make it. He's not going to get over. He doesn't have that dynamic energy or charisma or personality or connection with the audience. He's just another guy. So I actually endorse that idea, Kenny. Bray Wyatt, Alexa versus Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Four people all together who can only... The only the outcome of that will be just damage to each other. And to be honest with you, the kind of damage beyond repair as it is. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're saying you endorse it. I, I mean, mean, why not call it the scrapyard match? <laughs> but I mean, what you're just saying there is the lowest level of real endorsement that anyone has ever given. You're basically saying, let's stick all these people in one thing so they can only ruin that one thing they're involved in and keep them yes. away from everybody else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Nathan Nathan said, I bet that Kenny and Finn would love it. But, I mean, maybe you would. I mean, pretty fun is a straight. No, no. I would know? love it. I would love it, but I would. Endorse it. It's the, it's the least worst option. I am, as someone who's going to be in SoFi Stadium in, on April 1st and 2nd, I, I endorse it for it to be a match where I can go to the bar or to the exactly. theater. Exactly. That's, Everyone that's the... can just go outside if they're still... A cigarette if they still smoke or go to the bar you know have a what's that phrase a comfort break go and use the restroom <laughs> that phrase restroom but it does sound better than toilet i've got to say it does it does and we also had tim from on this day in wb who obviously is big you know gave him a shout out on tuesday as well and he he actually posted um, a small snippet of audio uh, that said, you shouldn't wallow in someone else's misery, but I did enjoy the moment Finn Martin realises he has to watch the pitch black and women's Raw title match again. So... Yes, that's it. Yeah, well, thank you very much for this feedback and I apologise for not being aware of it, but it's due to my commitment to the job, Kenny. That's what it is. Cause. Commitment to the cause. Yeah. Um... Oh, and speaking of commitment to the job, I just want to uh, mention that Paul Horahan, hopefully I've pronounced his surname right, Mm-hmm. Probably haven't. Yeah, uh, he's I think you pointed have. out that I actually got the name of Seamus's move, the, the pronunciation of that, completely wrong. Completely <laughs> wrong. It's actually pronounced, I'll probably get this wrong as well. It's right. not been a great week for me, Kenny. I've got to say. It's been a better week for you it's than just Green, right? started going wrong when Raw Rumble happened. <laughs> now, and I was thinking about this, just, cool, just indulge me for a moment. Sure. When I was running Power Slam, people used to write in and say, all he does is moan. All he does is complain. He's got these bleak, you know, these bleak forecasts pervade each issue of Power Slam. Mm-hmm. That's all we get from Power Slam is bad news, doom and gloom. It's like putting our news on now. Like if there was no, if there was, if there wasn't bad news, there would be no news. So I have tried very hard in recent years to look on the bright side. You know, to not be Mr. Doom and Gloom. You know, not to be, you know, the, the master of grievance. You know, not to be this, you know, communicator of all things grim, you know, and unpleasant and, you know, just 
pessimistic. I try very hard not to be pessimistic. I try to look on the bright side, Kenny, and this is what happens when you do that sometimes. Wrestling just comes and gives you a shake and just says, Finley, you know, you were wrong. And you were right in the first place 10 years ago. You were right to be cautious. You know, you were right to base your opinions on, you know, experience. You know, if something's always been terrible, and it probably always will be. You know, they probably won't change. You know, probably won't turn things around. But anyway, that's what motivates me many times now is I try not to be, you know, Mr. Doom and Gloom. And then, you know, the Mountain Dew pitch black match happens. <laughs> you to, to reminder that, you know, sometimes your instincts, your initial instincts are correct and you've got to just go with them rather than sort of wishing that something's going to be good. You know, and by wishing it's good doesn't necessarily mean it will be. But anyway, getting back to Paul Horahan, he pointed out to me that I mispronounced the name of Seamus's 10 beats of the, and it's Bowron. Bowron, that's how you pronounce it, I believe. Well, so look, every day is a school day. Kenny. That's fine. Every day is a school day. People can learn here in this podcast. Um, a lot of times they they learn that you, you know because you talk you talk it, it actually checks out if you think about it because you you talk about not wanting to be all doom and gloom um which you know when you cover AEW is a bit more, a bit more difficult but I mean when not having doom and gloom your optimism has led to um to you know the Mustafa Ali cause thinking <laughs> the pitch black match is going to be good you know so your optimism is is taking you in the other direction now but so, but it's it's taking me to where I am now stage where you are now so you know it's, you got. A, in a state of misery <laughs> and um, humiliation. Humiliation. Well, listen, I am. I've not had a chance to watch uh, this week's dynamite from last night, but I'm going to watch it in the next couple of days, and we will cover it on what's going on next week's pretty big episode. Some you know big stuff happens, so we'll cover that next week. But I just I wanted to give it a mention uh, before we start. But um, we're here to talk about the post Royal Rumble Raw thing on this podcast, so. Let's dive into the, the post-Rumble episode from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. We opened the show with Cody Rhodes. He came out and cut this big promo about, you know, his journey from, you know, OVW, dashing, all the stuff that's happened to him. And, you know, would he tell his 19-year-old, what would he tell his 19-year-old self? And he said he wouldn't tell him a single thing. It's all, the journey's been worth it. Um and he said that Roman, he's going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns can still be the tribal chief and still be the head of the table. But the one thing he will not be is the undisputed universal champion. Um, and that then led to the Judgment Day coming out, um, which which led to uh, a Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes main event being made. But what did you think of Cody's kind of mission statement here as his first promo after winning the Rumble? Um, well, I think it was... I think it was the right thing for him to say. I can't imagine him saying anything else. Um, there's something about Cody Rhodes that people really like. I mean, you know, he's just like, if you, I mean, when did he leave AEW? I think it was January last year, wasn't it? Yeah, anyway. January 2022. Okay. So, I mean, when you actually contrast the reaction to him in AEW to what he's receiving in WWE... And this was one of the guys who actually founded AEW or made AEW happen. I mean, it's quite astounding, isn't it, really? How beloved he is in WWE compared to how, I don't know whether you could use the word detested, but people really resented him towards the end. There was a lot of, 
um, I don't know what word you would use, resentment. They just felt like he was overpushed and self-indulgent. I'm not really sure where it all came from. I think there was a lot of factors that contributed to the response that he was receiving each week. But I thought at first it might just be a passing phase. But it just ran and ran and ran for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you this is a guy who, who left WWE, as he pointed out. Obviously, he didn't mention that he helped launch AEW, a rival company. And why would he? Uh, but people knew what he was referring to, I think. Um, and now he's returned and seems really pleased to be back. And people are really pleased to see him back. So I think it was a success. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the interruption from the Judgment Day. And um, Dominic Mysterio, I was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. You know, Dominic had it in the bag. You know, Dom said that um, Rhodes owed him an apology. And Cody then said that he respected Ray. And Dominic said he didn't respect Dusty. And then a challenge was issued. And that led to the Cody Rhodes versus Finn Balor main event, which was a really good match. People were really into the action. Um you know, big success as a main event. So, yeah, I think it did everything it, it was supposed to do. What do you think, Kenny? Yeah, I thought I thought he did really well. I think that the, I think if you were on the fence, if you're someone who, because I, I do understand that you know the Sami Zayn thing is so good that I do understand the tendency to sort of get away, run away with yourself and go, well, that should be the main event of WrestleMania instead. But I thought that Cody came out here and did a good job of kind of selling why he should be. Uh, the main event and somebody made a really interesting point Michael Sidgwick actually made this point on Twitter about why this year is probably going to be different to the you know the 2015 them choosing Roman over Daniel Bryan or 2014 them choosing Batista over Daniel Bryan and I think the difference is is that in 2014-2015 there wasn't really an alternative in wrestling like a big alternative that you could go to so WWE was where I think a lot of a lot of fans pin their hopes at all times, and now you know you've got AEW, you've got something different. If you if you're not into the WWE style of things anymore, and so I, I think that there's there's going to be less of that pressure of you know. And Sami Zayn said this in his chat with Ariel Hawani. He was like, "I don't think that the audience is the way they were six years ago." So while they might love Sami Zayn and obviously really be invested in his journey, I don't think that they are going to take out Cody Rhodes, and maybe they would have if they had had Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn be the final two in the Royal Rumble, but obviously, thankfully, they avoided that and, and, and kept them separate. But I thought Cody Cody did a really good job. And you know, to your point earlier, I mean I think I think in, in AEW he was allowed to be as self-indulgent as he wanted to be. Yeah. And I think it just went too far. Because obviously they'd done the storyline where he couldn't be the world champion, which in the short term was a good storyline, but then it kind of hampered him ever really been able to do anything because he should have been a world champion in AEW. That should have been his destination, he says he regrets yeah. that as well. So yeah, I think I think overall I think this is a strong start for him. And I think that um I think I think it's good. I think it's a good start. I'm curious how they get to WrestleMania. You know, is he going to be facing somebody at the chamber? Um but yeah I think it's a good start for him. And the, the Balor match I think was also pretty strong. Yeah I, I don't really see there's a reason for him to wrestle at the chamber. I mean, he might do. Uh, maybe maybe he'll ha- have a match with Dominic Mysterio or something like that. I don't know. I mean, hopefully. I think that would be uh, tremendous for Dominic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's had the match with Balor. So, I mean, they can't do that at the premium live event, which is only 
what is it two weeks on saturday i think it is isn't it yeah two weeks on saturday so um yeah there's um in some ways i think it would devalue it, him by cody by booking him in a sort of meaningless mid-card match i mean like why would he need to have that match it doesn't really seem to serve any purpose we know he's going to wrestle Roman Reigns, obviously, because he's the double champ. There's no mystery anymore. It's not like it was, you know, this time last year, wasn't it, where we didn't know who the Royal Rumble winner would challenge, did we? And in yeah. previous years, we haven't known, dating back basically to, I guess, 2003 it would have been, wouldn't it, when we, it was 2000, September 2002 when we uh, had the two different titles, creation of the world title for Triple H, and then 2003 was when we had first WrestleMania with, you know, a WWE and a world champion, wasn't it? Yes. So, um, but this year there was obviously no mystery over who was going to challenge because Roman holds, Roman holds both championships, both major championships. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was well done. And um, I think we all know that he's going to win Cody. And this is a big pressure spot, but I think he's ready for it. And I think we're ready for it as well. I think we're ready for a change. And I think once the Reigns-Sami Zayn feud concludes um, or reaches its climax at Elimination Chamber and Sami presumably then teams with Kevin Owens and they face Jimmy and Jay for the belts at WrestleMania, I think people will be ready for someone to replace Roman Reigns. I think had it happened, because I mean, I was a big supporter of Drew McIntyre becoming champ at Clash at the Castle in Cardiff. And I think it was a it was obviously a big setback for him that he didn't win, um, but I mean I understand why they didn't put the belts on Drew. I understand why they didn't do it because it would have diminished Reigns's standing as this champion for eight hundred days plus. So it'll mean more when he does lose the lose the belt the belt or belts finally at WrestleMania. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to lose the belts at WrestleMania. So it all makes sense to me in the end. I just mm. hope that. Drew gets his heel turn and gets, you know, a shot at the belts post-WrestleMania and can be a main eventer again. I think he deserves that after what he did for Roman in Cardiff last year. Um, well, you also on Raw got um, the announcement that the Chamber for the Men, uh, Austin Theory would be defending his US title in the Chamber. And we got some qualifying matches for that. So we saw Seth Rollins defeat Chad Gable to qualify. We saw Johnny Gargano beat Baron Corbin to qualify. And we also saw Bronson Reed defeat Dolph Ziggler to qualify. And what do you make of the idea of them putting, you know, the chamber being for the US title and having Theory defending him now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea because, I mean, have they announced Roman Reigns versus Sammy yet? They haven't, have they? No, no, they've not. We assume that's, that's going to be announced on Friday, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night on SmackDown. Yes, I mean that's I'm um, I mean the thing is Sammy and Owens took such a beating that I'm not sure if they can appear on SmackDown, but because Elimination Chamber is only 16 days away as we record this, they kind of have to, don't they? Yeah. They've really got to be there to get the ball rolling on Zayn versus Reigns. Um but yeah, I, I like the idea of Austin Theory defending the US title in Elimination Chamber. I've written about this and talked about this before. This unification of the of the uh, WWE and Universal belts has meant that there's more emphasis now on the US Championship. So that has risen in status as a result of 
you know, two belts being held by Roman Reigns. So I think this is really good for the US title. I think it's a huge match for Austin Theory. I believe he will retain the match. Uh, sorry, he will retain in the match um, because I think Theory and John Cena are going to clash at WrestleMania. I'm convinced that match is going to happen. And it doesn't feel like it's time for Theory to lose the US belt. I just think he he's just kind of getting going as champion. Um, and you know, it's like Bronson Reed, I'm really pleased that he beat Dolph Ziggler and he's in this big match because he hasn't really done much since he returned. Um, Dolph Ziggler definitely shouldn't be in a premium live event match in 2023. <laughs> um, I, mean, I think most of us would agree with that. It was really good to see Johnny Gargano beat Baron Corbin. I don't think he'll defeat Austin Theory because I just don't feel like he's US title material yet. He might be one day. But it was really good to see Gargano beat Corbin. And I was amused that Dexter Loomis uh, walked to ringside with Gargano. And about, I've got to say, I didn't see it coming when he would produce the axe and then put the axe in JBL Stetson. Now that I did not see coming. No, it was, um, I just thought it was pretty funny. Like the I, the Gargano and Dexter stuff has kind of been hit or miss, but I actually thought it was pretty fun. Um, I mean, Baron Corbin is someone who, I mean, can we do a GoFundMe to just keep this guy off TV and just give us a break? Because he just feels like he's so played out now, you know? Yes. And you're watching this match and you're going, who wants to see Baron Corbin in the Elimination Chamber? And obviously he didn't win, but, you know, it's just, it feels like he's, he feels like he's been around for 20 years. And I think yeah. he's been around for like, he's been on the main roster for six years. Yeah, it's a long time. He's had a lot of different roles, a lot of different characters. Uh, I mean, they've tried really hard with him. I mean, I think he's done better than Karrion Cross, uh, but that's not really saying a whole lot. Um, I, I am amused that he lost here to a, a, a man who was probably about 10, 11 inches shorter than him. And this JBL endorsement has done precisely nothing for Corbin's career. I mean, he was treated like a joke, wasn't he, in the Royal Rumble? I mean, Brock Lesnar nailed him with the F5 um, after he had been eliminated. And then Seth Rollins uh, came out next, threw Corbin into the ring. I think he hit him with a super kick and then just clotheslined him or hurled him out of the ring. I mean, Corbin was in the, in the match. I can't remember how many seconds it was, but it, was, it wasn't very long, put it that way. So uh, it was something like about was it about seven seconds or something like that that he was in yeah, the match? Yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't do well. <laughs> and so, but uh, I mean, to me, it's like, oh yeah, that's why I got it. Corbin spent seven seconds in the ring. That's it. So I looked it up. Um, so I mean, they've accepted that Corbin is not going to be the next Luther. So not not going to be the next Bruno San Martino or Hulk Hogan, and he's kind of in a comedy role now. So. I don't really want to see him on TV either, but if they have to use him, I would rather he was in a supporting role, putting other people over. And JBL really did sell uh, Dexter Loomis's, when he produced the axe, JBL really did sell sell it like he was terrified, like he was was about to take his last breath. And I've said this before, Dexter Loomis is somebody I think will get over in the long run. It took him a while to really connect in NXT, but I think people, main roster fans, will embrace him eventually. I think they will be entertained by this character. Uh, just take it's just going to take him a while. 
Um, and Seth Rollins, same shame that Chad Gable lost again. Um, I'm on, and like it appears now that Otis, Otis is being courted by the maximum male models, Kenny. Did you I see mean, that? I mean, what, what, a, what a team to put together. I mean, so I don't know if anybody's seen this, by the way, but it's, it's worth a watch if you have some time. On WWE's YouTube channel last weekend, Rumble weekend, they put up a like, 10-minute video of maximum male models learning karate from Shayna Baszler. And it was so bizarre and so wacky. But I think the maximum male models and Otis thing actually probably will work. Yeah, Otis is you know remember the stuff with him and Mandy Rose. Um, he's very good at comedy. He's ve- he's just he's one of those people who just when you see him you want to laugh, and that sounds horrible. But you know what I mean. He's just got one of those one of those faces, and one of the, he, he knows that he's funny, so he just plays up to it. You know, he plays up to that. So I think that, that with maximum male models will be a a fun fit, and maybe that actually allows Chad Gable to do something else, and finally get um get more focus well probably not i think chad will be sucked into the comedy as well but chad can do that also and um i mean it's not the worst thing in the world for otis he just sends himself up he's just maximum ham and um i think maximum male models and maxine um i think we'll have a lot of fun with otis you know trying to recruit him and you know taking him on a shopping spree and teaching him how to dress um, and Chad would be like, what are you doing? So, I mean, we've seen this before, obviously not with these characters. And I think it will work as well. So, I mean, it's, it's a shame for Chad. He's such a talent. And I hope he, um, I just hope that the uh, momentum swings for him and he starts scoring wins because, I mean, he's so good at everything. Um, and I just feel like, I mean, we saw that last year in a few with Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. So, you know, hopefully Chad and Otis will come out of this Maximum Male Models storyline with some renewed momentum. I think they actually probably do well as faces. And hopefully this storyline will lead to a face turn and like a renewed push. Uh, well, Rhea Ripley was also... Um was also a talking point coming out of Raw because she came out and she decided to choose Charlotte Flair for WrestleMania. She says that she, uh, Charlotte Flair beat her when she was 24 and naive and inexperienced, but now um, she told Charlotte, enjoy enjoy everyone uh, rising and bowing down to the Queen because they're about to rise to Rhea Ripley. I'm going to put you in your place, Charlotte Flair. So that is who she's picked. What do you make of the decision and the choice to to sort of do the rematch? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Well, what does this mean for the title if Rhea wins? Are we going to have another exchange, another swap? I think what you what used to happen, I mean, a lot of times when, when somebody goes for the other brand's title, they don't win. But if she does yeah. win, I guess she she's she's moved automatically. Unless yeah. they wanna unless um, they wanna move the, whoever the raw women's champion is at that point, I don't know. Yeah, I mean I mean the thing is, does this mean that she'll then split from the judgment day? And I think she is important to that act, who I think are finally um really gathering momentum. So I don't want to see Rhea Ripley leave the judgment day. I mean, maybe the entire act will move over to SmackDown. I mean, that wouldn't be the worst idea, really, because there isn't that much more for them to do on Raw. Um, so maybe there'll be a trade, or maybe we'll get a draft. Maybe we'll get a draft after WrestleMania, Kenny. We didn't We didn't have one late last year, did we? There was no draft. No, no. I mean, every, everybody's on every show anyway. So, so Well, like... I guess it doesn't really matter. You're right. Uh, um... But as far as Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, yeah, I think this is tremendous news. Um, I was not excited at all at the prospect of Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I think Ripley versus Charlotte will be a far, far better match. And if Ripley wins, um, you know, Charlotte Flair to me is the best female wrestler in the business, bar none, you know, in terms of in-ring and the, you know, all-round aura and, you know, promo skills and belief in herself um, and just connection with the audience. So um, I think this is the right course of action for her. And uh, I think these two will really be motivated to um, maybe, you know, try and steal the show on whatever night they're booked. So, yeah, absolutely delighted that she's chosen Charlotte Flair. And I think this will be, you know, <laughs> I'm sort of hesitant to make predictions, Kenny, after my uh, Mountain Dew pitch black Mac match fiasco after uh, my massive botch blunder there. But I do have really, you know, I do have a good feeling about Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. This should be a very, very good match. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would have I would have liked um, <clears throat> Rhea and Bianca, but I also don't mind Charlotte and Rhea either. Rhea has to win. This is not one of those matches where it doesn't matter who wins. She has to win. She lost yes. the last time. She has to beat her this time. Um it, it plays into now, so there's going to be a female elimination chamber to determine who faces Bianca at WrestleMania. So the final four people eliminated from the Rumble, Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross and Asuka are all automatically in the match. Then there's going to be a four-way next week to determine the fifth person between Mishin, Candice Lee, Piper Niv and Carmella. And then we assume the sixth person is going to be Becky Lynch, probably. Um, <clears throat> I mean, for me, I really hope it's going to be Asuka. I think Asuka and Bianca is probably the way to go. Um, we've seen Bianca and Becky so many times. I just think it's been yeah. done. And to me, there's nobody else. It has to, for me, the vote has to be for Asuka. But um, is there somebody else who you see out of that list of people that I'm not thinking of? Um, I mean, they they really tried to elevate uh, Raquel Rodriguez in the Royal Rumble. So you can see that they've got faith in her, and I have as well. I've been a big supporter of hers since the NXT days, really since she beat um, Io Shirai, wasn't it? Not Io Sky, Io Shirai. She ended Io, Io Shirai. Shirai's reign, didn't she, back in, yep. would that have been 21, I think it was, wasn't it? Stand and Deliver, I believe it was. Yes, I'm, I'm just looking that up, but I think that you're correct. I think that's right. Um, let me just check. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that was yes, a, that you, was are, a, you are correct. Was, she defeated her in the main event of night one of Stand Deliver that year. Yeah, that was a heck of a match. I've always been a fan. I've been a fan of, of Raquel's for for a very long time, and I think she can be champ. Um, but maybe she's not quite ready for it. Um, maybe it's too soon for her to win the belt at WrestleMania. Um, Asuka returned obviously at Rumble with this new image. I mean, we have seen Asuka versus Bianca before quite a few times. Um, but yeah, I would think it's probably Asuka or Raquel who will face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, they can't do Becky Lynch Belair again. Um, I'm not quite sure what Becky Lynch is going to do at WrestleMania. Um, can they spin out this damage control feud until then? Um, I mean, by the way, they were talking on Raw this week. Um, the, there's going to be a cage match on next week's Raw between uh, Bailey and Becky Lynch. And by the way, they were hyping it up. It felt like that was going to be the blow off, the feud ending match, didn't it? That was the way they were really talking it up. Um, and if that's the case, I'm not quite sure what Lynch does next. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, because obviously we're, we've got the cage match next week in Orlando with Becky and Bailey, so you can't imagine that's going to go to WrestleMania. But then I don't really know what else she would do. There's not really anything else. I mean, unless they do, unless they do Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, not for the title. That's really the only other option I can see. Well, I mean, I just don't think there's going to be you know, any great appetite for that at all. I think people are just sort of feel like, oof. I will say this though, if, if if you're getting rid of Ronda Rousey, I think it would be, it wouldn't be the worst idea to have her put over Becky Lynch in the way out. I mean, if that's what she's going to do, you know, give, give, give Becky a win. And, you know, yeah. maybe that's, maybe Becky can get something out of Ronda that most other people haven't been able to. Well, we've seen it before, haven't we? We, we saw it in the three-way at WrestleMania yeah. 35. But, I mean, you know, the, there's always been the talk at the end of the singles match. And if it's not for the title, and it's just part of the show, I mean, what what bigger match is there for Becky on, on the show from who's left? Yeah, I mean, unless they do, you know, some sort of, you know, six-woman match or something. I mean, I, I'm not sure, really. It's You're right, yeah. I mean, Lynch, but, I mean, Lynch versus Rousey. I mean, who is excited about that, really? I mean, who is? I mean, Ronda wasn't even in the Raw Rumble and she wasn't missed at all. No. She just uh, wasn't. I mean, no one's... I mean, she's just... And we don't really need to go over it again. She's just sort of lost interest and people have lost interest in her as a result. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I thought she should have been put with Paul Heyman. I thought that was something that could have been a lot of fun. Um, this whole... Ronda being a huge fan of Dominic Mysterio. There was actually some, I think, some mileage there in Ronda and Rhea Ripley fighting over Dom. I think that would have been hilarious, um, as, as ludicrous as it sounds. But, I mean, that would have just made it even funnier, more entertaining. Uh, but that's not going to happen now because Rhea's, of course, going to face Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, as she should, because she won the Rumble. So, yeah, I'm not really sure what Ronda does. I think whatever it is, people will just be underwhelmed by the prospect of it. Um, and I think people would also be expecting Becky Lynch to defeat Ronda Rousey. So there wouldn't really be any sort of drama or, you know, uncertainty over the outcome. So I don't know, really. It's, it's, I don't really know. That's, she, she's in a strange spot this year, Becky Lynch. Obviously, she's still very popular. We saw that at, rest, uh, at the Royal Rumble. I think she'll do well in the cage match against Bailey next week. Um, but I mean, yeah, what does she do at WrestleMania? Good question. 
and she's too, you know she's too big a star to be in a six a six person match. She's she's she should be in a big in something that feels bigger. So we'll see yeah. what they come up with. And um, the last thing I want to ask you about with Raw is Rick Boogs made his return. Uh, he looks like during his time off, he definitely made a few visits to Holland and Barrett. Um, what did you make of his return? Um, well, he's he's not playing the guitar anymore. Um, he's um, cosplaying as the Ultimate Warrior. He's acting stranger than ever. Um, I mean, I guess, I mean, in some ways you should be there with the guitar. I mean, for the guitar versus guitar feud with Elias. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's not going to be, I mean, it's just a mid-level thing, but Rick Boogs to me is a mid-level guy. So yeah, he was, he was acting very strange backstage. Uh, I was actually just thinking about him the other day. I was thinking, yeah, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania last year. It must be about time for him to return and, here he, here, there he was on on Raw. Came out and interrupted uh, another complaint session from another grousing session from Miz, and then beat Miz up. Um, yeah, I mean, he's. I don't really know what to say about about Rick Boogs. He's kind of mid card guy. Um, I think there's, I think there's mileage in him. I think he's a fun guy, and he does connect with the audience. Um, but I'm not sure how far he can go, really. In some ways, I think he'd be better off in a faction or a tag team or something like that. He would almost be someone who maybe the Alpha Academy could know. He, he can't be the Alpha Academy because he's, you know, he does this sort of, you know, acting up over the top gimmick and that would step on uh, Otis's toes. That's not going to work. So I'm not really sure what he does. What do you think he's going to do? I, I can't really see a place for him on the roster. No, not nor me. I think he was, I mean, maybe it's going to be in a team with Elias. I mean, maybe that's good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I want that to happen, just for the record. But, I mean, what else do you do? He's just, he's shit. He's <laughs> shit. He's well, cat. it's a comedy gimmick, isn't it? And yeah, it's like, but it's, it's like, you know, he's a comedy gimmick, but he's he he looks like physically like the warlord, but with hair. You know, he's just this big jacked guy. And um, I just, I think it's, it's like he's straight out of the 80s, which... I mean, I guess in some ways could work, but I just don't see. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't see the crowd getting behind them. I mean, his air guitar thing now just feels a bit like we've seen it before. We've seen you do it better. Um, yeah, I'm just, you know, not not for me. And uh, you know, this. I mean, if Rick Boogs makes it onto the WrestleMania card, then he must have incriminating photos of someone somewhere. It's the only explanation. Um, I mean, there's a comedy guy. He's, he's fine, but I don't see him going any further than the second match. I mean, maybe maybe they can find something for for him to do that will be entertaining. I think, yeah, tag team is probably the way to go. Maybe with Elias in an odd couple gimmick. Although yeah. Elias, it's clearly no plans for Elias, judging by how quickly he was eliminated from the Raw Rumble. I don't even think he lasted a minute. Nope. So, um, you know, they, they've got no faith clearly in Elias as a star of the future, which I understand because he feels played out as well, very much like Baron Corbin. I mean, he's done lots of different, um, he's done more than one character. He's been a face and a heel more than once. And, um, you know, he's done the, you know, the singing, the guitar playing, he's done the wrestling, and he's never really, <clears throat> never really made it. So I think he, peaked probably 18 months ago so you know yeah another thing as well great to see Carmella back on TV 
Yeah, I mean, she's 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 back. I don't think she's going to have a spot in WrestleMania either, but she's back and maybe she'll form a tag team and, you know, there'll be a, those tag team titles again will make their way back. That's yeah, well, possibly, yeah, possibly, yeah. I mean, she obviously, I, people know, I'm sure, I'm not going to go into it here, even though she has put the information out into the public domain, but she had, you know, very, very difficult late 2022. So, um, you know, pleased to see her back on TV. Well, listen, that's all the time we've got for today. We'll be back uh, with um, with what's going down next Tuesday. Obviously, you can subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Inside the Ropes to get more content from us. We record an overrun. So uh, we hope to see you there. So I want to thank you for all your support, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.